Yo, John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. It's a beautiful, beautiful November evening. Um, cheers. I uh, I went a little bit overboard with the uh, the banner stuff. I maybe is that too much? It's too distracting. I thought maybe I was being too simple. I needed some no cap editing. All of the all of the shit that gets the most views today have obnoxiously obnoxious amounts of graffiti around the screen or whatever. So I thought I'd I'd try a little no cap editing and see what's going on. Um, some of my videos, uh, you know, the Fitch Pill videos, and even Learn to Fight videos, I'm putting a little bit of that, that no cap spice on there, and we'll see how it works. We'll see how it goes. We'll see what's up with that. Um, but yeah, guys, things are uh, things are good. Things are good here. How's things going in uh, your world? Uh, actually, I did get get some bad news today. We had some bad news today. It's pretty bad news. Um, we lost a great one. We lost a great one today. Uh, I just it's all this today. I didn't know. He had health issues, but Anthony Rumble Johnson uh, did did pass away. I had to check and keep checking, but I kept seeing more and more info on the interwebs that he um, he passed. It's uh, really sad. I I uh, had trained with with uh, AJ. Um, we fought on a couple cards together. First time I met him, we were on a card together, and he was still fighting at one seventy and. Uh, me and my team, we, we kind of helped him make weight because he had a lot of trouble making 170. He had a lot of trouble. And, you know, we didn't do anything special. We just were friendly. And um, he uh, was struggling on the weight. And, you know, we just kept talking to him, kept his mind off of the weight cut and how shitty he was feeling. And, you know, encouraged him to keep keep doing it, keep pushing. And, you know, he hung out in the in the sauna with us for a while you know he felt like he was going to quit a few times but we were able to convince him to just sit a little bit longer because we had some weight to lose he had been cutting for a while by the time we'd even gotten there but you know it does help to have people around you who are kind of going through the same misery it makes it a little bit easier so he ended up making the weight on i think both those occasions and um my mom's in town right now. My parents are in town. Grandparents are in town playing with the kids. And she met uh, Anthony. She met Rumble and his family. And she has always been a fan and loved him because he was such a nice young man. He was such a nice gentleman. And his mother was such a nice lady. And they got to um, talk and, and be friendly because it was his, I think it was his first fight in the UFC. And the first weigh-ins or whatever they had been to, and they sat together, and it was nice. It was nice, like wholesome, wholesome uh, mothers hanging out, watching their sons do their thing. I didn't know. I had no idea he was he was sick. I didn't know. I hadn't heard much about him, you know. Uh, recently, it's been over a year since the last time I texted with him, and I just had no clue. I had no clue, guys. Like, reach out to people. <laughs> reach out to people you care about or friends with or friendly with that you haven't talked to in a while. Because that, man, it sucks. 
It's uh, it's crazy. Um, Roxy, yes, uh, Rumble did fight DC at two hundred five. He did. He's fought at heavyweight too. Like it was not a good fit for him. He was a late bloomer size wise. I think. Yeah, he shot up. He shot up as he got closer to thirty. But yeah, he was only thirty eight years old. Um, I'm not 100% sure what was wrong, but it was some kind of lymphoma. He had organ failure, I believe. That was what my mom had searched it up and was looking, trying to find something. There's not much information on it because it did, did happen today. But, man, it sucks. <laughs> like, life is short, guys. Make sure you're uh, you're making the most of it whenever you can. Okay. God bless Anthony Rumble Johnson. Thank you for being a good dude, fighting hard. The dude could hit hard, man. It was a different type of different type of thud. It wasn't like the snappy boxer punches. It was like running into a two by four coming at you. It was a different. It was a different thing. It was a different. It was a different sting when he hits you. Um, strong dude. Man, that sucks. But let's, uh, yeah. This is a good one here. Read about your lymphatic system, guys. Wayne Smith says. Yeah, Sal. Sal in here saying that Rumble broke Andre Arvlosky's jaw at heavyweight. He's a. He was a heck of a man, that's for sure. Uh, God bless you, Rumble. May you rest in peace. May your family find peace. Maybe hopefully they're all good. Hope everything's good in their lives. All right, guys. We'll get on to the fights. Is this is this too distracting? You guys let me know in the comments. Is this too distracting? Am I over the top with the no cap editing with all the extra, extra extras? I kind of like this little guy down here right there. Like kind of, I think that's kind of fun. <laughs> oh man! But there were some fights, big fights, big fights this weekend. Uh, UFC 281. This is the biggest card we've had in a while. It's been kind of slow. It's been on a little bit of ho hum, and a lot of the other cards that I haven't just I haven't been really excited about at all. And. Tonight was one that had some, or last night was one that had plenty of exciting fights. <clears throat> I did not catch all of the prelims because I was, I was down to Monterey. I went down to Monterey, California to check out the aquarium with my parents and the kids. Man, if you guys get a chance to go, it's pretty outstanding. It's fun. It's not cheap. It was like 50 bucks a person. You might save five bucks with your kids. You know, the seniors got a discount. That is nice. But you'll spend two, three hours walking around, looking at all the stuff. The jellyfish were pretty amazing. Um, see some sea turtles and the otters. The otters, one of my favorite. The otters are amazing. They're pretty good. All right. Here we go. All right. So Hayes family says, looks good, John. Do you think? So we'll, we'll leave up the no cap editing. <sighs> We'll leave it up. 
So the aquarium, check it out if you get a chance. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then, you know, there's plenty of shops and restaurants and stuff down there, downtown Monterey, uh, Cannery Row, you know, you grab some food. It's good. It's a good time. Um, but we got in back home too late to catch all of the early prelims. So I tuned in right around. Uh, they were doing the pre-fight stuff with uh, Frivola and Azatar. And I made this call to my girl. I told her, I said, um, if Frivola can weather the storm in the beginning, he's going to win this fight because um, I don't know if Azatar ever came to AKA to train, but he had a guy in his corner that trained at AKA, and I recognized the guy. And because I recognized him, I recognized how he trained and he trained. And he's one of those guys that was kind of like a gym hero. And they would, they would, they would take around, you know, take rounds off. And then, and, and, and it's tie, it's touch sparring, you know, we're just working technique, technique sparring and they're throwing knockout punches. They're throwing punches as hard as they can. And then they take a break and then they didn't show up to practice the next day, those types of guys. And I was just like, those are the type of guys, if they can't win the fight really quick, they lose, they always lose. So I made that pick and sure enough, the guy was sloppy, couldn't find his rhythm, too big of punches, left himself open and Frivola capitalized, landed some solid leather and put him away in two and a half minutes. So I made a bit of a good prediction there. Next fight, the uh, Andre Petrosky and Terman. Terman's supposed to be the black belt. He's supposed to be the grappling whatever. And Petrosky's like the wrestler. Well, he outhandled him. He took him down, out wrestled him, passed guard, just put on a clinic, but just could not come close to that finish, could not do enough damage to get the fight over with. Uh, impressive um, display, you know, but uh, yeah, couldn't couldn't get the couldn't get that finish, which is just wild to me because you've got Terman is supposed to be this amazing grappler, and he just got worked. I don't know what his overall record is, and I don't know what's well, 18 and 6, 18 and 5 going into the fight. I don't know what his overall UFC record is, but how how are you supposed to be that good and you and good at grappling and you get worked that bad, that outpositioned? It's like so, so many, I'm sorry, man, but some of the some of these belts these days, I feel like are just participation awards. Oh, I showed I showed up enough days, I automatically get the belt. You know, I put in enough days. I, I punched the clock enough times to automatically get my stripe on my belt. I got enough stripes. Now I automatically get to the next color. There's been a, a loss of being good at these arts. Being good at the sport is gone because it's so commercialized. It's all about making money. And you make the most amount of money when you automatically belt people. And there's so many people who get their purple belts and brown belts and black belts who never, ever, ever would have gotten them before. <laughs> they would have been a blue belt for 10 years because they just aren't that good. They just aren't that good. And um, I don't know, man. It's lost a little bit. It's lost a little bit. I understand the whole business side of things. I understand you got to keep those people coming in. You got to keep the turnover you know, going. But at what point do you sacrifice 
like being good. You know, what pop my jaw? When do you when do you draw that line? You know, does does the, is the label of good being good as an instructor, being good as a jiu-jitsu instructor mean oh, I've got a lot of students. I've built a lot of students. Or is it like championships one? Which one? Which one, Western man? Is it is it I got enough, I got more people who show up and pay me money. Is that the answer? Is that it? Is that the only metric we're gonna go by from now on? Is just money. Wait, did you get the money? Do you got the watch? Do you get the belt and the jacket and the in the Tesla? Is that it? Nothing's good anymore. There's nothing's quality. It's all just participation trophies. It's kind of sickening in some regards. I don't mean to be too hard on Terman here. Maybe just Petrovsky's just, you know, God tier wrestling ability, but I don't know, man. And I do know that, yeah, jujitsu is not fighting, so it's not MMA, so it doesn't exactly transfer over well. Um, Blanchfield submitted McCann, and again, <laughs> again, she smashed her. She absolutely destroyed her, dismantled her, made her look like she had no business in the UFC whatsoever. But yet, because why? They decided, oh, we need the, we need this girl. We need to push this girl. We need to push this girl hard. We need everybody to think she's the greatest. They're trying to push her like uh, they're pulling what's her name back in the day, Rhonda. Just push, 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 push. But they they couldn't keep <laughs> feeding her meatballs. I mean, I don't know her nickname is the meatball, but they've been feeding her meatballs to boost her, make her more popular. But Blanchfield wasn't having it. Like it was, it was embarrassing. Seriously, they're trying to push this girl as like the next big thing. She gets handled that badly. What are you doing? What's real? We're gonna get in a lot of that today. What's real? You know, this monopoly that the UFC has is gross, and it's starting to like show. You can see, like, oh, they all the people they're putting the hype machines behind. Are they just actors? They just play actors, man. If they can't if they can't leverage the fight heavy enough, the people they're pushing can't win. It's weird, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, Reyes in span. What happened to Dominic Reyes? What is going on with this guy? I I have never even heard of span. I'm sorry. I mean that's my fault for not maybe doing more research on it. Brian Span is 21 and seven and after fighting interview he's talking about how he's never really trained before and this is the first fight he ever uh put any time in in training <laughs> into and people are mad about it people are mad about him saying that like oh you shouldn't say that because that's not true who knows I'll, I'll honestly tell you guys after the Thiago alva's second fight when I was supposed to get a title shot and they just said, nope, I kind of was like, you know what? What's the point? What's the point of training the way I've been training if there's this glass ceiling above you and they get to pull all the strings? I I, I uh, didn't train that hard. I wasn't training as hard as I used to for the, all the fights after that. 
I put in a lot of work for the Eric Silva fight, but it still wasn't, you know, pre Tiago Alves two levels of training because you always had in the back of your head. It's like, why am I going all out when they're just going to rug you anyways, when they're in control, when their puppet masters controlling everything kind of seems pointless. I don't know if that was really his intention of, of, uh, saying that or whatever but you know maybe this is just a hobby to him and i that's something we'll get into a little bit later too um 205 and heavyweight i think overall they're very weak weight classes they're very weak weight classes because if you are a super athlete and you weigh 205 pounds to 265 pounds you're not doing mma you do not do mma the guys who are that size, 205 and heavyweight, that do MMA, they are failures at the big money sports. They failed. They failed at pro football. They failed at baseball. They failed at soccer. They failed at hockey. They failed. If you are a super athlete and you are 205 pounds, because, you know, those guys cut down from like 220. So if you're walking around at 220 to – almost 300 pounds, you're not doing MMA. Why are you going to get punched in the face for like 50 grand when you could be playing for a real sports team with uh, a real um, association, with an athletic association, with real managers, with real free agency, and you make millions. You make millions. Even the, the, the player, the guys who play on the uh, just practice squads, are making way more money annually than MMA fighters are. So why? Why would you do it? How does it make sense? I, I don't understand. I don't understand why they would. You know, I didn't play football because I wasn't big enough. I wasn't fast enough. So I fought at 170. If I would have been 220, the size I am now, and I was a little bit faster, then I wouldn't have been fighting. I would have been making way more money playing one of those other sports. I don't know. A lot of people don't want to have that discussion, though. We're going to get into some more things around that, too. Uh, but that was that was crazy, man. Ryan Spann uh, made quick work. Dominic Reyes, a minute 20, knocks him out. Reyes is, like, really falling off. He goes from... Arguably beating John Jones. People think he beat John Jones. A lot of people think that. And then this guy out of nowhere, Ryan Spann, smashes him. He's been smashed a few times by other people too. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Moiciano, or Mo Moicano, 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 is that right? Renato Moicano uh, wins with a first-round submission over Riddle. Moicano is tough, man. He looked good. Uh, he does things a little bit different, rolling up on legs and other types of stuff, but not bad. Interesting, interesting. Be good to see him fight some more because lightweight, I think, is lightweight struggling right now. And we'll get into that why I think it's struggling right now when we go talk about the Poirier fight. The Dan Hooker and uh, Pulas. Um, Pulas kept Pulas in guard, <laughs> and 
it wasn't working out for him. Dan Hooker wins a uh, knockout in the second, 406 in the second. But Dan Hooker is kind of cemented himself in my eyes as a, as a gatekeeper. I don't, I don't think he has what it takes to be top five. I don't think he has what it takes to be top five at lightweight. I, he just does not demonstrate the abilities to be able to do it. Just saying, be mad. I don't know. M. Mazir is saying Reyes is done. Yeah, he's dropped a bunch. He's dropped a fun. He's dropped some. He's dropped way too many. Here you go. Brandon Hunter dropping some wisdom saying, by, uh, <clears throat> sorry, Brandon Hunter uh, saying, being a fighter nowadays isn't about fighting, it's about accolades or clout, I'll say clout, money after stepping into the ring. You're not wrong. It's it's a popularity contrast. It's a it's a reality show. It's a it's a it's an ugly reality show where most of the winner, most of the guys on it, all they win is brain damage. That's it. Because we have no legitimate ranking system. We have no independent titles. It's a monopoly. It's a game show. America's got talent. America's got <laughs> traumatic brain injury. That's that's the show. America's got traumatic brain injury. That's what's going on. Um, after the hooker fight, another heartbreaking fight. Frankie Edgar and Gutierrez. Gutierrez... Uh, was on a seven-fight win streak, and now he's got eight wins. And Frankie Edgar's had some nasty knockout losses, really nasty. Like, they're not, oh, he barely got caught, whatever. We're talking, this guy was, like, out, shadow realm. Scary. Why is he still doing this? Does he really need the money that bad? Like, what's happened? What's happened in his personal life that he has to keep doing this? Because it's not like they're close. It hasn't been, oh, right there. He almost won that one. Like, it's been bad. Like, what's why is he, what, what's the need for him to keep fighting? Money? He's hurting on money? That, you know, the UFC hasn't paid enough, that they've robbed him enough, that he hasn't been able to stay afloat? I don't know. It's just, it's sad to see. I don't want to see people get beat up like that. And what the hell is up with that matchmaking? You got a legend. Is he ranked? Like, why are you giving him to a guy on a seven-fight win streak? Like, what, what's the age difference? 10, 12 years or something? Maybe more? Why? You know, do they not like Frankie? They really want to, they want Frankie dead. <laughs> they, UFC wants to kill Frankie Edgar. Why does Frankie, why do why does UFC hate Frankie Edgar so much they're trying to kill him? Why do they keep putting him in these fights that he probably shouldn't be in in his 40s after he's been knocked out viciously multiple times? You know, who's sitting around that table? and like, hey, you know what? Hmm, Frankie Edgar's looking for another fight. Hmm, what should we do with him? Hmm, you know that young guy who's on a streak and a tear and knocking the shit out of everybody? Let's give him that guy. <laughs> Let's let's really fuck his shit up. <laughs> fuck Frankie. Who's sitting around doing this? 
Who's who's in charge of that meeting? Who's running that meeting? Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, let's fuck Frankie up. Let's get him fucking brain damage. Yeah. Why? I mean, you want to you want to do you want to do a legend fight. You want to do you know some older guys because it's the fans want to see it. Put that together, okay? Put that together. Why are you putting this fight together? That does not make any sense. Man, I am here is saying that, uh, what's going on with my, here we go. I am here says, I hope I'm wrong, but Frankie might end up like Spencer Fisher. I really hope not. I, he's had enough big fights where he's making way over six figures guaranteed that he shouldn't be hurting money wise. You know, uh, Spencer was fighting wars, absolute wars losing brain cell after brain cell and he was making peanuts absolute peanuts he never broke that six-figure ceiling he never broke that when he was doing those things even with the bonuses you know i think the bonuses were only like 50 grand bonuses like that's wild Here we go. Randy C saying, exactly, John. Why give him a young, hungry guy for his retirement fight? Shake my head. 100%. Why? Who does that really benefit? You know, it doesn't benefit his health. It's not benefiting Frankie's health in any way. Does it really benefit Gutierrez's career? Are any of you like, oh, my God, Gutierrez, let's let's put him in the next big, huge fight? Like, he, he, he comatose an old man. He did what he was supposed to do, and it still took him two minutes. I I don't I don't get it. It makes zero sense at all. And like shame on you, uh, athletic commission. Shame on you. Absolutely shame on you. You're a disgrace. Absolute disgrace for putting that fight and allowing that fight to happen. Disgraceful. Like it's not like he was like in close competitions. He's been getting knocked out bad and you're like oh okay this this looks like a good one you know it's our job to keep the fighters healthy and safe mm, let's let's give this young hungry guy on a seven fight win streak this old man who's been viciously knocked out multiple times in a row let's put that fight together it's gross man shame on you shame on you commission shame on you you're supposed to be looking out for these guys health and safety gross you're gross absolutely gross Uh, saying he wanted to fight Dominic Cruz. I mean, why, why he wasn't ready? Oh, well, so like, wait, <laughs> why, why rush into a horrible situation? You know, you don't want your last fight to be like good. I think it's bad, man. Next. Next fight. Next fight. I'm gonna well I right, man. I might make some of y'all mad with this. Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler. It was a fun fight. It was fun. 
It was a fun fight. Uh, back and forth, blood dripping on each other's faces. You know, intense. Good. It was a good fight. But, <laughs> big but. Um, when it comes to the title mix, meh, meh. They both lost to Oliveira. They both got finished by Oliveira. And Oliveira got handled, absolutely handled, easily defeated by Islam. I'm not interested at all in either of those two guys being anywhere near Islam. They're not on his level. They're nowhere near his level. That's a bad matchup for them. That's a quick fight, one-rounders. If they're lucky, they make it to the second. They're not going to stand a chance against Islam. They're not in his league, not even close. They're not in, in Khabib's league in any way. I'm sorry. They're just, they're just not there. It's not interesting. I think the next best fight for them is, is Oliveira. Make him fight Charles Oliveira. And then maybe if they can defeat Charles easily as Islam defeated him, then maybe they'll get a shot. Otherwise, I don't, I don't really care. You know, I, I don't think it's going to be an exciting fight if they fight Islam. Islam works his way inside, takes him down, submits them. You know, and I don't know if, uh, who knows if their chins are even that good anymore. Maybe, maybe Islam even knocks them out. They had a lot of wear, a lot of wear and tear on them. And I think it's just, uh, man, one of the glaring issues with the UFC being in control of rank title ascension through the ranks and who gets title shots. How many diamonds in the rough, how many killers do we never hear about because they don't have the social media following, because they don't talk enough smack, because, oh, they use a little bit too much grappling, and uh, we only want kickboxing fights. How many guys have they pushed away or won't let into the UFC at all because they'd rather have guys who aren't very good stand and train and have bloodbaths? And yeah, that's entertaining, but at the same time, so were bum fights. You guys remember bum fights? Those were really entertaining. Is that what you want to pay your whatever $70 for a pay-per-view for, $80 for a pay-per-view for? Bum fights? They're exciting. They're bloody. You'll get a good laugh and a chuckle. Ha ha, isn't this great? It's fun to watch. Is that what you want? I don't know. I am here, says, who should fight Islam? Or who should Islam fight? I'm, bad. I'm dyslexic. Dariush, well, that's the problem. How do we know who should fight if UFC is the one controlling the ranks? If they're the ones and the only ones who get to say how good somebody is, how the hell are we supposed to know? How are we supposed to know? How are we supposed to know Dariush is a real deal either? I, I don't know. It's frustrating. But I'll tell you that those guys who already lost to Charles, watching Charles get smashed by Islam, I'm not interested in watching them fight Islam at all. Not interested at all. 
Um, but yeah, so they're talking Islam and Volk, right? That's supposed to be the fight. Islam versus Volkanovski. And this is their Hail Mary. You see UFC's Hail Mary. Try to get rid of this guy and hopefully he gets beat and then they can bury him and give him some of the worst fights and hopefully he can't come back and get, take the title maybe. But I don't think Volk gets the job done. He's too small. I'm sorry. Islam isn't going to outstrike him. He's not going to be a better striker. I mean, well, he could outpoint him maybe. But he's not, you know, he's not going to be there to KO him. He's going to be there to put him in the fence, take him down, and submit him. And I'm, I'm thinking he's probably going to. Because Volkanovski, you know, he has the capability of being bigger and stronger because he played rugby and he was like 210. But come fight night, I don't think he's going to retain enough strength to, to stop Islam from doing what he does. I'm just not seeing it right now. I'm not seeing it from anybody in the, in, the, in the top 10 at lightweight. And it's not because they all suck. Well, it's because I don't, I don't trust any of the rankings. How am I supposed to know that any of those guys in the top 10 are actually guys that should be in the top 10? And there aren't guys in other organizations that they've pushed out that should be there. You know? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Really don't know. Yep, you're asking too. Roy Cruz Morales says, who should Islam fight next? I mean, besides Alexander. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's why we need independent rankings. We need independent rankings. We need an actual freaking sport, not this stupid pro wrestling entertainment business model. It robs all of us. It robs us of the sport. It robs the athletes. It robs the fans. It robs other potential promoters, guys with money who can't get into the sport, who might be way better promoters than the ones that exist today. It's just way too many restraints on the market, and we don't get to see – real fights, and real champions. We don't. Wayne Smith says, I remember bum fights. Remember when the guy who uh, created bum fights went on the Dr. Phil show? And he dressed up like Dr. Phil and shaved a bald spot, so then had the mustache, so he looked exactly like Dr. Phil? People didn't get it. People didn't get the joke. Do you guys get the joke? Do you guys get the joke of the bum fight guy going on Dr. Phil's show dressed like Dr. Phil? Talking like Dr. Phil. Do you guys get it? Mm -hmm. Because Dr. Phil is bum fights. He's doing the same thing. He's doing the exact same thing. He's taking vulnerable people, putting them on TV, putting them on a camera, making profits off of their pain and suffering. It's the exact same thing. Exact same thing. Except I think the bum fight guy actually paid the bums more than Dr. Phil paid those people. <laughs> Give the rematch to Charles. I mean, I don't why? Why? We've got the Volkanovski fight, let that happen, but I don't I don't know. I don't really know. Like I don't have an answer for you. All I know all I can tell you tell you and point out is what's broken. I don't I know how to fix it. We have to make the sport a sport. We have to make MMA a sport and let it operate like a sport. That's the answer. Until that happens, this is just going to keep happening. It's going to keep happening. 
the UFC hype train is going to pump the guy they want to make money off of and the guy that's going to get out there and get handled by the guy who actually knows how to fight and wrestle and fight MMA, mixed martial arts, not just kickboxing. Uh, let's get going. Let's go. And then the uh, Esperanza Zhang. Um, Zhang wins submission round two. Then let's get into <laughs> this main event garbage. <laughs> main event garbage. Pereira, right? This guy has five MMA fights. Is that what it is? Five MMA fights? It's just, <laughs> uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. He has five MMA fights, but that's all, okay, seven and one. He's got eight, eight MMA fights. And one, two, three, yep, he's got four UFC fights. Four and zero in the UFC. This guy's had four UFC. So he was three and one going into the UFC. Three and one going to the UFC. Right? One. No, hold on. Yeah. Six and one being a, a championship fight. What an absolute joke! What an absolute joke! This guy had <laughs> what seven fights? He had seven fights, and they gave him a title shot. Seven fights. In what in what world does a top sport athlete are they able to come in with so little experience? Like, oh, we kickboxer. Who? I don't care. It's a different sport. I don't care. He had zero ground. Absolutely zero ground. Adesanya schooled him on the ground. He had less than white belt ability on the ground. One stripe, maybe one stripe white belt. He had one straight white belt. And he is in there fighting for the highest belt in the land against Adesanya, who's who's supposed to be the best middleweight fighter maybe ever. Oh, since Anderson Silva. Oh, my God. Is any of it real? How is that even possible? How is it even possible? This guy has zero ground. He's trying to get up, and he can't even... He doesn't even know how to fight hands. Like he loses to 90% of the rest of the weight class. They take him down pretty easily and control him, put him in the fence, put him on his butt. And you're telling me this guy beat Adesanya. He put up that much of a fight. Saved by the bell in the fourth. It's a fun fight. I liked it. He's coming forward, but I, I've never been impressed with Izzy. He picks at the guys and runs away, picks and runs, picks and runs, wins decisions. Uh, the guys who are fighting him don't move their heads, run in, and try to strike with him. Stupid. They don't ever try to faint, make a miss, and get to the clinch and take him down. <laughs> Pereira 
showed better wrestling and ability to clinch and push Izzy around than any of the other guys who were supposed to be wrestlers or know some kind of wrestling. It's a joke. It's a joke. Unbelievable. And anybody who wants to be like, oh, well, uh, Brock Lesnar, you know, Brock Lesnar only had so many fights when he won. Well, guess what? Like, heavyweights, once again, Brock Lesnar was a great amateur wrestler. But he never won the Olympics. He didn't win Worlds. And he fell out. He dropped out. He, he didn't make it in football. He wasn't good enough. He wasn't good enough to make a practice team in NFL. Okay? He was not good of enough of an athlete to be a professional football player on the practice squad. He wasn't good enough. He wasn't skilled enough as an athlete. But he was good enough to win a world title in less than like five fights. Is that waking you up a little bit about the bullcrap? How much you're being robbed of what you should be able to watch? They're stealing from you. They're stealing from the fans. They're making you pay $70, $80 to fight bums who aren't good enough to play other sports. Because who the hell is fighting full contact fighting for that kind of garbage money when you could be doing anything else and making way more? Playing practice squad on in the NFL, being a hockey player, playing basketball, like real athletes. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Man, I don't know what to tell you guys. How many amazing fighters and fights have we had stolen from us because MMA isn't a free market? Because it's been monopolized by these greedy slime balls who control the rank, who control the title who have these exclusive contracts, who've monopolized this and turned it into a reality show, keeping the majority of the money to themselves so that guys who have actual talent and ability don't want to touch it. Why would you come and play? play? Why would you come and fight and get elbowed in the face for garbage money when you can play with a ball? Does that, does that make any sense? Do you guys understand that? Sorry, but like you're telling me that if John Jones or Francis Ngannou were good enough of athletes to play pro football, that they wouldn't do it? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want, I don't want millions of dollars a year. I don't want that. Ha, get out of here. That's lame. I want to get brain damage for peanuts. Do, 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 do. You really believe that? Are you people really that slow? Come on. I think my audience has high IQ. You guys are smart. You're listening to me. You got to be smart. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Just, man. This isn't a terrible uh, take, Roy. Roy's saying, I believe Pereira will have problems fighting guys like Robert Whitaker, who I believe can wrestle. Can, but he doesn't. He can wrestle, but he doesn't. He didn't even try. Did he take one single shot? 
on on Adesanya. Out of out of like the last five or six Adesanya fights I've seen, well, I've seen what like one takedown, one half-ass takedown. Everybody tries to box with him. Everybody tries to strike with him. He doesn't have one punch KO power. He accumulates enough strikes over time to wear the guys out. And I think that's for some of them part of the downfall because they're they're getting powder puffed. Pop, pop, pop. I can take this. Pop, pop, pop. And they keep thinking, I'm gonna land the one. I'm gonna land the one. I'm gonna land the one. And they never do. And then they finally run into too many of those powder puffs. And it adds up. Uh Nick Diaz never had one punch KO power, but he would power puff you to death. Right? And I think that can be something that really messes you up when you're thinking, oh, I can take these. These aren't so bad. These aren't so bad. And then you've taken 60 of them, 60 knuckle sandwiches. Then then it gets bad. Then your brain starts going like, hey, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. That's not a bad uh that's not that's not a terrible take either. Hamza Hamza Mir says Dana never did Anderson Silva versus GSP because he didn't want people to see the best of MMA. Those guys had uh terms. They had terms. For me, from everything it sounds like, they they had agreed on terms themselves independently, but Dana refused to do it. Yeah, and I think you're kind of right. He didn't want to see, you know, he didn't want people to see the best MMA, what it could have been. Maybe they would have seen something. Maybe somebody would have been exposed in that fight. I don't think it would have been GSP. But I've said before, I think, you know, Anderson was great, but he fought not such a great opponents for a long time. He didn't fight very good opponents. 185 was very weak weight class. And one of those reasons I say it was a weak weight class is because most of the guys who could cut weight down and to fight at 185 just moved up to 205 because generally speaking, the 205 pounders made more money. They did. On average, those 205 pounders would get paid more. So why cut the weight when you could stay at 205 and make more? Incentives, man. People make decisions based on incentives, generally speaking. Yep. <clears throat> Roxy says Jones's brother made it to the NFL. Yep, 100%. That's probably where he gets the good gear from. <laughs> Just saying. You think the NFL players are clean? Yeah. Got a bridge I want to sell you. Got a bridge. Maybe two. Uh, Ham, Ham, Hamza Amir says, I, at least I respect boxing because they pay their, uh, pay their best good money. They pay the best. They pay, they pay more on every level. There's that one. I showed that chart in the last, the last show. There's that one, uh, 10 and 10 level at UFC, which gives a little bit of a boost, but that's only a small amount of guys. It's not everybody. Boxers make more money, not only because the promoters pay more, but also because there are more events. And there are more opportunities for those guys to fight. You could fight six times in a year if you're a boxer. It's possible. 
they'll never allow that. UFC won't allow that. Some guys may get to fight a, a few times or more times, but it's just not really what's available in MMA. Interesting. Could be a rumor. Yes, you're right. They said, I heard that Brock had a temper issues and had outbursts on the field, so they cut him. Could be a rumor. Yeah, I don't think that's a problem. You're talking You're talking about there's players who beat the shit out of their girlfriends and wives who beat the shit out of coaches and other stuff, and, and, and they work it out. They figure it out. If you can play ball, they're going to figure out a way. They're going to figure out a way to get you on that field if you're a valuable asset. You're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars you're talking about big time competition guys who really want to good old boys who really want to win they're not going to care about bad attitudes and outbursts they're going to figure out a way to reel that in okay and i like brock I'm a, I'm a big fan of brock i like him he was always a really nice guy he always would say hi to me he'd always walk over and say hi he was always a super cool person i like i really like him i'm just making a point about the athletic ability of big guys and why would they why would they perform a sport of any kind for less money than they have to? Doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. Yeah, that's another one. Oh, I lost that. Here we go. Hamza says Anderson Silva versus John Jones too. Dayton didn't make that happen. Yep. The straight G Turo says, what do you think went wrong with Adesanya last night? I think uh, um, Piera is big. He's a big, strong guy. He's taller. He's longer. The advantages that Izzy usually has, he didn't have. And, you know, he, he doesn't have enough grappling skill to have um, exploited Piera. If – they fight again if there's an immediate rematch i want to put money on the fact that izzy comes out and just takes him down the whole time because pierre has got nothing is on his grappling and and on his on his back he's not going to do a damn thing you take him down he's not he's done everybody sees it everybody sees it so i'll fight i'll fight pierre tomorrow i'll beat him i'll take him down you kidding me i'll take him down I can take him down for five rounds, no problem. And then he's going to gas. I'll probably finish him. Probably finish him in three because he's going to be so gassed from getting taken down. Sorry. I'm not in shape even, but I still win that fight. We would fight on next Saturday. I'd be ready. I'd still be ready. There's a lot of dudes salivating over that fight because they know. Put him on his back. It's going to be like a little crab. Uh, I, can't, I can't get up. Crab, turtle, whatever. Interesting. And says, Volk has been saying that he would be difficult to take down because he's short. Or had low center of gravity. How much will it matter considering his skill level against Islam? 
I don't think so. I think Islam is able to punch to a clench and foot sweep. You know, he doesn't have to hit the double leg, doesn't have to single leg. Islam's got some tricks. Or he, he's going to be able to, to, to foot sweep. Um, even snapping down. You get a short guy, put him in the fence, you start pulling the head down, you start snapping him down. Like, it's not that hard to get hands on the mat. And then how how much is uh, Volkanovski going to be willing to throw, open up and really throw? Like guys who are afraid of getting taken down don't open up as much. Uh, that's why, like the second fight with Tiago Alves, I was able to outstrike him. I was a better stand-up fighter than him that night because he kept freezing. If I would faint, he would freeze. He would, eh, eh, is the takedown coming? Is the takedown coming? Every time. You, you're inside their head. You get inside their head so bad that they can't be offensive. They shut down. Kamzat, yeah, some of you guys are talking about Kamzat. Kamzat can't make weight, but like, yeah, you put him in a 185, chances are, just like I said, he, he fights his way into a clinch. He gets the takedown. He might not finish, um, but yeah, it probably does. In a five-round fight, probably finishes because he's going to keep taking the guy down. He's going to keep taking Pierre down, keep taking him down. The guy's going to get tired. He's going to neck wrestle him. He's going to clinch fight him. He's going he's gonna to pummel with him. It's going to wear him out. He's going to be sucking wind, and he's probably going to get that submission somewhere. You know, exhaustion submission where the guys just stick their head out. I'm tired. Take it. Take it. Oh, man. This is at 170. Roy Cruz Morales is saying, what do you think about Kamzat and Colby? In my opinion, Kamzat will beat Colby. Is this at 170? Because I don't know if Kamzat can make the weight. Is he going to actually make the weight? Is he going to do that? I think uh, Kamzat definitely has the potential to beat Colby. Um, you know, he got through uh, that one fight. With, what's his name? The Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy but i don't know i don't know you know who i'm really looking forward to seeing more of is the kazakhstani ramsvad or what's his name i don't know but he's the kazakhstani he's the 16 and 0 guy that guy that guy mm, i think that guy might be um somebody yeah gilbert burns that was guy I didn't think Hamzat looked – he did okay against Gilbert Burns, but it was it was too close. He looked tired. But, yeah, the 170-pounder uh, the who's undefeated from, from Kazakhstan, I believe, uh, he's a stud because his striking looks sharp. He looks strong as, as Frick. He looks strong, and, you know, he had wrestling. Wrestling, striking, strong as heck. That's the guy. You got him, Randy C. Rachmanov. Yep. That guy. That guy seems dangerous. Very dangerous. Um, you know, it's early. 
we haven't seen him, but they're probably going to not push him very much because he's he's a quiet guy. He's a quiet guy. I don't know what his social media looks like, you know. He's not playing the uh, reality television show card that you need to do these days, which is really gross and sad for a sport. Name plus Hav, yep. The Dobbs, the Hobbs. You got to watch them. Tough dudes. It's just a tough-ass mountain dude, you know? Like, psh. those guys just eat, sleep, and breathe fighting, wrestling, man shit. It's absolute man shit, you know? You said it, Amza. But, of course, Dana won't promote Rachmanov. He doesn't. They, they don't, I don't think they need the Kazakhstani uh, market. I don't think that's a, a luscious market where they need to get into to make a bunch of money. I don't know if that's the case. So I don't know if they're going to give him a big push. They should because he's amazing. I think, well, we need, before I use that, that's, I don't want to go jump the gun here. Amazing. He looks like potentially could be amazing. I could be wrong. We'll see. Um, this, uh, somebody brought him up. I slipped my mind like this because I haven't really seen him fight much. Roy again saying Bo Nickel says he would fight Kamzat in the first round. Oh, would beat. I'm sorry. Bo Nickel says he would beat Kamzat in the first round. Uh, maybe we'll see. I, I don't know. I my big worry here is that Bo Nickel jumps in too deep too soon. He, you need, you do, you need experience. You need ring time. You need to be in some of the longer fights. You need, to, you need some easy fights. You need some tough fights. You need more experience. I would like to see him get seven to ten UFC fights before he fights somebody in the top five. And that's a, that's a longer road to hoe for Bo Nickel. But he he's ready to go, wants to go right now. But I think long term, that works out way better for him. Because, one – as he wins those seven to ten fights in a row, he makes pay bumps. Every time he wins, he gets paid a little bit more. So now he's making some decent money now that he's challenging those guys in the top five. And he's got more leverage from there. Not much because it's UFC. You don't really have any leverage. <laughs> but he's got a little bit more than he would jumping right in right away. He's going to have a little bit more money, you know, that he's been making and guaranteed. And he's going to be able to to negotiate for a little bit better pay. Not much. Not much. We're talking incremental bonuses. He might get an extra $10,000, $15,000, which is really sad. Um, oh, I didn't know this. Hamza is saying Kazakhstan has a huge population. So maybe we'll get a big push. Maybe, you know, if they're all about fighting and they want to get in there and they want to get on the networks and they're going to strike a TV deal there. Pulling a couple extra million, it's possible. Um, it's very possible. But that guy, he's a stud, man. I don't know when he's fighting next, but he's a stud. Um, Bo Nickel seems like he has a huge potential, but I don't know how his striking is looking, and I don't know, you know, how he's dealing with the pressure of the bigger fights and the longer fights. You know, I think he needs to. Slow his roll down a little bit. Get the experience. Get the ring time. 
but that's me from the outside. Maybe somebody's got some more info on his training and, oh, he's ready to go. He's GSP level right now. He's been doing the work in the back and he's ready. He doesn't need the, he doesn't need the ring time. I have a hard time believing that, but, you know, I don't know everything. <laughs> right? From the, from the name of the show, John Fridge Knows Nothing. So I'm guessing guessing at most stuff guys boom we's got a super chat thank you very much and love you guys in the super chats you are studs super chats are always welcome and truth is guys who give super chats are always the guys with the biggest penises and have the most girlfriends it's just facts i did a scientific study and it works out that way it just is so I understand if you guys have small penises and can't super chat. It's okay. God did not gift everybody the same. <laughs> but uh, and saying you think Kamzat does better against Burns second time? Possibly. Because like I'm talking about with the bone nickel thing, experience. Experience with the bigger fights with more, more lights on you, more attention on you. I think it does it does have an impact absolutely has an impact 100 percent. so i think a second time fighting burns he probably could do a lot better quite honestly uh, usman usman Magnumov, the Dagestani middleweight or lightweight, not promoted enough. Yeah, there is a, a really tough Dov. The middleweight doesn't get promoted either. Yeah. Oh, that's very, uh, it's very nice, Danny Arnold. Thank you very much. Danny Arnold's been watching here for quite a while. Appreciate it. Says, actually, I think official John Fitch knows quite a hell of a lot, honestly. Cheers to that. Cheers to you guys. I got a nice deal on some doers at the uh, the old Costco. It was uh, two for 30 bucks. And the big old jugs, big old handle. Not too bad, not too shabby. Put a little ice in there so the water mixes. It's nice. It's a good, it's a good sipping whiskey. Good sipping scotch. I mean, scotch, scotch whiskey, whatever. It's good. It's good. I was, I was buying this uh, Slane, S-L-A-N-E whiskey at the uh, liquor store. It was only 18 bucks, but it's a little rough. <laughs> it's not bad, but it's a little rough. It's good enough for $18 whiskey, but... Yeah, it can be rough at times. I get a little bit out of focus over here. I thought, man, I didn't think I had that much to drink, but I was like, oh, I'm getting fuzzy. Cameras got a mind of its own. <clears throat> why do I think? I know. He said, Hamza is saying, why do you think Fedor never signed with UFC? He said their contract was too restrictive. 
wasn't wasn't good money. It was just a bad deal. It was a bad contract, so he didn't sign it. It's bad. You know, they wanted his name, image, likeness. It was all the video game stuff and all the merchandising stuff that I said no to and I got in trouble for. They tried to make him sign that stuff away. He wasn't having it. And they were going to limit his ability to do and promote Combat Sambo. He's like, no. So he walked. No thanks. Good for him. Randy C., thank you very much with the super chat. Another well-hung gentleman. It's a wonderful group we have here. Five Europe's, Europe's, Euros. <laughs> Five Europe's. <laughs> All right, he says, appreciate the stream. I thank you, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys. We got 30 guys watching right now. We're doing some decent numbers. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm going to give you the dirt, guys. I'm going to give you the ugly dirt, behind the scenes, dirty pool stuff. I don't, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm, if you guys haven't noticed, like I'm a bulb, like from, from MMA, like nobody talks about me. Nobody mentions me. If I come up, they try to move past it quickly. I am the redheaded stepchild. I'm the kid that nobody wants. Okay. So I ain't got no, I ain't got to worry about making anybody mad. Okay. I am completely unrestricted. My hands are untied. They can't touch me. YouTube can try to shut me down, but I'm on Rockfin. Go to Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N.com. They're not going to shut me down. So you're going to hear me talking all kinds of nonsense that you're never going to hear anywhere else because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. Be mad. Be mad. Call me, call me sour grapes. Call me uh, boring has-been. Call me whatever the hell you want. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to say what I want to say. You guys are going to get to see a side of MMA and reports and stuff from MMA. You ain't going to get anywhere else because the rest of them are pussies. They're all pussies. They care more about being liked by people who don't give a shit about them than they care about honesty and the truth. I may be wrong about things, but I'm never going to lie to you. I'm never going to bullshit past some stuff because I'm walking on eggshells. So I might, I might make the wrong person mad. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Boom. Danny Arnold. Big timer. Loving it. With the super chat. 999 US dollars says here's a little something for the cookie jar. Holmes. Oh, love it. I will put the super chat money into the whiskey kitty. Mm, whiskey does the body good. It really does. Oh, I love the bear. Is that the bear? Godless, are you a are you a Owen Benjamin? <laughs> you a Owen Benjamin bear? Mm? If you know, you know. If you know, you know, guys. If you know, you know. The whiskey's done. It's time for me to go. I've got a learn to fight video coming out on YouTube tomorrow. Um, that's facts. That's facts. There's none. 
they can't, they can't take him any lower. They, they can't take anything else from him. They can't. <laughs> like they may they may send somebody to come and uh, suicide him <laughs> at some point, <laughs> but he's he's gonna pull. He's gonna say what he says, man. He's gonna say what he says. I don't always have time to sit down and listen to stuff, but I catch tidbits. I follow his. Uh, I'm on a. I'm on the Telegram. I'm on the Telegram chat, so I read a lot of the stuff and see some of the memes and whatever. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah, guys, watch the uh, Learn to Fight. It's already up on Rockfin. I put it up on Rockfin on Fridays, so Rockfin guys get access to it first. Uh, it'll be on YouTube tomorrow, but. Last week, YouTube nuked my Learn to Fight video. They nuked it. <laughs> disappeared. They disappeared it. They disappeared it from the interwebs. But they didn't because it's on Rockfin. So screw you. Screw you, weenies. It wasn't even a bad thing. It was like, yeah, it was two guys in a fight, and one guy hit another guy, knocked him out. It's, it's not they show a freaking live stream fighting events. Bellator does free their free undercard on excuse me on YouTube. They they're literally showing violence on that manner. They're showing knockouts. They're showing head kicks. They're showing people getting choked unconscious already. But if I show a fight and put context around it on what guys did wrong and why you shouldn't get into a fight and why fighting in public in the street is stupid. I'm, I get nuked. I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh man. So ridiculous. This isn't wrong. This isn't wrong. Hamza says Joe had vaccine mandates and mask mandates on his show. And he says he hates lockdowns. And all his, and all this to people. Uh, yep, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was requiring masks and vaccines and stuff to some of his shows, and it's been forgotten. Yes, you're correct, Matt W. Matt W says YouTube doesn't want useful, actionable info out there. Just time wasting crap, hundred percent, or just a bunch of lies, bunch of lies about there not being genders and stuff or whatever garbage they want to push. But people are fighting back. I'm thinking about joining a rumble, doing the drum rumble thing, making rumble. I don't know though. We'll see. Um, and you guys use rumble? What do you think of it? I kind of, I kind of had a hard time figuring out how to use it, just as somebody who is watching other stuff, and I got frustrated with it and gave it up. So I never even tried to do a channel. But now, after getting my video nuked. They already refuse to add share anything, any of the learn to fight videos. They will not add share them. It's not allowed. But for some reason, I can do it on other on on, on Rockman. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. But all right, guys. Thank you very much. Um, I hope you enjoyed the no cap. I'll take them off. See, is that boring? That's boring. And this is ah yes, yeah, hip. It's hip and new. And now. I might do some more of these and add even more stuff. So it's like just my face right here and then all the other stuff around it, like all the other streamers do. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I'm having fun. 
Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, go to John Fishnetta, sign up for the newsletter. I'm going to try to get some more emails out there um, with some self-defense and just fun things. All right. Thank you very much. I enjoy my time with you guys very, very certainly. Because um, I'm not making any money from this, really. <laughs> so uh, I do it because I love talking to y'all. And somebody needs... Um, Somebody needs to talk about the dirt. Somebody needs to talk about the dirt. Nobody else is talking about the dirt. Nobody. Nobody's talking about the dirty pool. Nobody's talking about the garbage. Everybody's selling fluff nonsense. And all of the ridiculous uh, MMA journalists, journalist air quotes, they're really just PR people stroking off the, the, um, the promoters. They say, oh, well, you know, the fans don't want to hear that type of stuff. So we do this stuff. We do the whatever garbage PR stuff that just strokes off the, the, the promoters. Really? That's what people want to hear. I don't think so. I think that's garbage. I'm never going to get picked up by the algorithms. I'm never going to get pushed, but you guys are here. I got 25 guys watching right now. I had 34. There's some real mother grabbers out there who want the real dirt. So I'm going to give it to you. And I know that you're going to share it with other people who want the real dirt. And we're going to get there. We're going to get to a thousand people watching this stream. We're going to do it. It's happening. I need you guys to like, share, right? Subscribe to the channel and, and spread the word. Share it with your friends, your buddies, everybody. Tag them, whatever you got to do to get it done. Just do it. And I'll keep pumping out. I'll keep pumping out real dingers like this, all right? <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys, and I'll check you out later.